Southeast Radio's morning mix. Good morning, how are you doing? That's a big word for a Monday morning, procrastination. Try and say it with your false teeth and it ain't too easy, I can tell you, that's for sure. But uh, I'm look, telling you. there's a lot of it around there this time of the year, isn't there? Procrastination. How do we tackle it? There is, especially as people try to, I don't know if you set new resolutions, but if you try, it's always good to set the goal and then people procrastinate yeah. on getting started and they kind of feel like they're not we're not yeah. making any progress. And look, I always think that when the weather is cold and a bit miserable, we kind of don't like doing things anyway. Do you know what I mean? So it is a good time to talk about practical ways to overcome it. And I think the main thing to understand is everyone procrastinates, right? So you are not the only one. If yeah. you think you're the only one who's not doing what you think you should be doing, take comfort in the fact that we all have those days, you know? But it's about reducing those days and, and kind of reducing the amount of time we spend procrastinating. What is your definition of procrastination as a matter of interest? So procrastination is putting off something that you intend to do. So I'll give you a house example, right? So let's say for, oh, look, I'll give you a real world house example, which is absolutely mortifying. So my back door needed to be replaced because it was wooden timber and it was rotting, right? So I had to replace the back door, but I kept putting off ringing the door supplier, Mm -hmm. right? I kept putting it off week after week after week after week. That was me procrastinating and ended up me being without a half a door two weeks before Christmas. Now, what's not procrastinating is the fact that perhaps I could redo my whole back garden, but that's not something I'm planning on doing. You know, that's something that's like way down the line. So if I don't do anything about that, that's not me procrastinating. That's just not a priority. Does that, is that a good example? Does that, that make I think sense? that's a really good example. I'm sure there's many people listening to you say, yeah, I agree. I have a door simply to what, similar to what Neve has just <laughs> described so. there this morning. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and it's the same in work. It's the same yeah. in work. If you plan on doing something, but you're not doing it, you're procrastinating on it. So the challenges then that face people, like uh, notifications, inboxes, calendars, and to-do lists, what do you suggest? Yeah, so that's the thing. So a lot of the time people say procrastination is caused by, you know, fear, uncertainty, boredom, stress. But one of the other reasons is just having so much on that you don't even realise you're procrastinating. And when you have those overflowing mailboxes and when you have notifications, it's very easy to get caught up in the whole lot of it and then not get around to things that you want to do. So to be very, very simple, what I recommend you do, and you can try it, you can let me know if it helps, is to get a post-it note. Yeah. And you write down the top three things that you have to do today. You stick the post-it note where you work. And whenever you get distracted or if ever you get interrupted, just come back to the post-it note. So instead of being pulled off into another direction, come back there. And yeah. that will help you stay on track. Because it's not the interruption that's the problem. It's that we don't come back to what we're working on after interrupted. That's the problem. Yeah, I normally do that list you talk about late at night or first thing in the morning. Uh, and I kind of, I've gotten into the habit now, last thing at night, just to list down a must-do must list. And again in the morning, I check it. Maybe it's just something I've automatically started to do. And as you get older, it's important to do it. So um, it, it, is that a good suggestion? It's a perfect suggestion. And it's not just when you're, when you're getting older. It's at all stages, especially when you're busy. And if you find that you're not doing things. But here's something for you now to level up your list, right? Because you're already brilliant by making lists in practice. <laughs> yeah. But I want you to level up your list and this is a brilliant one for the procrastinators, right? So if you have something on your list like call the man about the door 
and it's on the list and you don't do it. Then the next day, it's still on the list, isn't it? But I want you to put a little counter next to that so you put a little one next to it because right. you moved it out one day. And then if it's still on your list the next day, what you up to, you change that to two right. and then three and then four. And I'm telling you now, you won't like it when that number goes up yeah. and it will show you in black and white what you're putting off and you will say, well, I better make the phone call. And it's simple things like that. Yeah. That actually just visually seeing what it is that you're not getting around to will help you prioritise it. So it's like my granny used to say, never put off to tomorrow what you can do today. And that's basically it in a nutshell, isn't it? It is, but also to be mindful, because I mean, that's very simplistic, but to be mindful that I know people are very, very busy and there's always more to be done that can be done in the day, you know. So instead of trying to tackle everything, you know, don't try and do 10 things today. Just Mm. aim for three and do the three, because then tomorrow you can do the next three. You know what I mean? So instead of trying to start all 10 one day and feel like you're getting nowhere, just kind of break it down and say, look, I might only start three, but I'll finish them. And then I can do the next ones the next day and you'll get through the work a lot more easily. And, um, you know, for the distractions and the interruptions in the mailbox, you know, even just turn them off for 30 minutes and see how far you get. I always say the first 30 minutes after lunch and the first 30 minutes after your coffee. Just just do a bit of work first before you let them all come back in. And even that makes a difference. All right. Triggers. Are there any triggers that you can help identify for people to avoid procrastination? Yeah, well, obviously, if your back door is falling off, that's probably a trigger. (laughs) (laughs) No, but um, no, I I do think that, you know, that simple thing of using the counter, if you feel, if you're worried about whether or not procrastination is causing a problem or, you know, if it's causing a real impact in your life, because, you know, it's it's one thing procrastinating from time to time, but if you're doing it a lot as a problem, use that counter. So put a little one next to everything and then if you push it out, increase number to two, then to three, then to four. And if you see that a lot of your stuff has numbers that are rising next to it, then you're like, well, okay, I'm procrastinating a lot and what can I do to tackle it? Great. So finally, for the moment, and I'd love to talk to you again at some stage as well to see how we're all getting on since we've heard from you this morning. Have we all tackled our procrastination? Managing priority and uh, I suppose managing expectations. What's your advice? Yeah, so the biggest thing with managing expectations is to first of all manage your own. So quite often when we set expectations with other people, we try to give people the world and say, look, yeah, no problem at all. I can do for you. I'll squeeze it in. But with that approach, you're going to put yourself under too much pressure and you're probably not going to be delivering the way that you want. So to manage somebody else's expectations, the first thing you can start asking them is, when do you need this by? Right? So go to their timeline, not to what you think is needed, and then ask them what part of this do you need the most help with? Because you might find that they don't need all the help that you're going to offer them, that they just need a little bit and it'll force them to kind of question what exactly they need from you and you can have a better conversation then about how you can support them. So that's a quick start, but let's have a chat about that another day because that's a whole other topic and I'm sure it goes hand in hand with procrastination. Anyway, you've given us the big word for our today. We're now going to be less procrastinating. How how are you? Procrastinatory? (laughs) Procrastinatory, I love it. Let's go with that. Procrastinative. (laughs) Someone will come back with the correct grammar on that one. But look, we leave it there for the moment, Neve. Lovely to talk to you. Enjoy that. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix.